0: And we're live welcome to the fifth episode of the black bezos daily the black bezos daily is an exploration of investment strategies trading ideas money flips and stories that may help you turn a profit the show is hosted by yours truly black bezos and guests include traders investors corporate professionals and entrepreneurs on today's episode we introduce 23 year old property developer and cryptocurrency entrepreneur, Kadar Mullings. Listen as we explore how Kadar went from making four to five thousand a month at 14 years old, selling websites and logos to people he paid for using Fiverr, losing it all and then finding property development to grossing over 50 million pounds in gross development value. This is a long one, but by far the most interesting. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. Oh, that was loud. Hello. Yeah, you good? I'm good, bro. How are you? Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Play, play now. How was
1: your How was your night? Uh, I didn't sleep much. I went to bed like four a.m. So,
0: oh, say so swear.
1: Yeah, man. I was up, kind of again working with these guys because um, they're on they're on uh, a lot of my uh, programmers are on different time zones so I've got to be between like uh, like um eastern time and I've got to be in, like I've got to be in, in in between like three or four time zones so I get like yeah four or five hours of sleep
0: oh wow do you get power naps
1: um I used to take like I just earlier on I used to take naps a lot you know um like religiously like Thirty, forty-five minute naps, um, but I find it harder to nap these days. I don't know why. Um, so I'm literally just running on, on vibes. Oh, what? so what you
0: can you you mean just literally twenty twenty-one
1: hours straight? Uh, maybe not twenty-one. Maybe like nineteen, twenty.
0: Mm. Yeah. Damn. Just, just straight go. I couldn't. I could What do you have like periods of time where you like cool off a bit, or are you really on goal mode
1: the whole so how my kind of workflow structured is like between let's say 6 7 a.m um to like 11 to 12 it's like deep work it's like um i try to do the harder parts of my day like around these hours just because my attention span i've got a very very short attention span but Mm -hmm. um like, my, my attention levels are a lot higher around these times. And then, 12 to um, about, let's say, about three, four, no, maybe three o'clock to four o'clock, that's more so like interacting with my team, um, any meetings, Zoom calls, emails, and stuff like that. And then I take a little break between like four to six. And then, six to like, I'll go to bed. I'll even put a documentary on. And then I'll just use that time, like, evenings are, like, my research and my reading time um, and, like, back and forth with programmers and stuff like that. Damn, damn,
0: damn. For me, for me, nap, power nap, mandatory, 4pm, <laughs> like, like, I can't control it. My body will just go sleep,
1: yeah. What so about 4... if you're on the road?
0: I'm like fam, if me. I have to, I have to force it. Like if if, if <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't drive. I don't drive, you know. I don't okay. drive. This is and, and it's one of the reasons that's putting me off. I know I should get my license, and I know I should get a car. I can drive, but not legally. Um, I yeah. know I should get like my car and stuff like that, but I can't lie to you. Like it's crazy convenient being able to just have someone else drive you for you. I can't lie to you. I'm not yeah. driving
1: is 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 um, it's huge because like you know like. Um, I'm I'm, like I overanalyze things. Like for example, like if I'm if I drive, like sometimes a lot of our property stuff can be like on the outskirts of London or in the home counties, like Hertfordshire, Kent, etc. So when I'm doing those drives, like let's say like hour twenty minutes, it's literally an hour twenty minutes like behind the steering wheel. Like you can't write, you can't read. The most you can do is really listen um, to like let's say a podcast or something, but like train journeys and stuff like that if i'm going to Birmingham or manchester no way in hell would i drive because that three hours that's work time you know what i mean you could be reading a book you could be doing emails you could be doing anything, absolutely you know what i mean instead of sitting behind the steering wheel so i do share your sentiment of that it's, i definitely agree
0: yeah it's like and i, I said the same thing and everybody gets onto me and they don't they don't see but i saw it the same way i'm like you know what? Yeah, they're like Uber's expensive. Uber's expensive. I'm like, do you know that in that one hour time frame that I'm in the Uber? Do you know I can make more money than the Uber 100%. cost? Yeah. 100%. So um, I see the ROI return on investment. I'm saying I think I'll take it. I think yeah. I'll happily <laughs> take it. Yeah. 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 i yeah, happily yeah. take it. But anyway, flipping like. Cause how so? How would you like? How would you introduce yourself? Like I don't want, I don't want to make this an interview, but like of if course. someone was like, "Yeah, who's key? Who's key Because like I said, that like, if someone's on your snap, they're just like, "Oh, oh uh, maybe we might do property." But if someone came on your snap now, they would. I can't lie. They would. Of course, of yeah, course. yeah,
1: of course. Uh, um, so I'm 23 years old. Um, I'm mainly a property developer. Um, if I'm to describe myself, considering, um. The things that i'm now involved in two things i'm a property developer i run a residential property development company and i'm a cryptocurrency entrepreneur um i've got other interests but it's, it's, it's mainly those two that you know my focus is on like is the bread and butter um and everything else is just like passion projects and you know cash flow projects etc
0: how did you get started with the whole property then because i was listening to um i was talking with Toff Toph, to one of your guys yeah. and he was telling me some serious story about like how you had a job somewhere and then you made the guy xyz and then you yeah. was like yeah can i have a raise and then the guy was like no so you just yeah. went and did your own thing
1: like bro yeah. that's like
0: straight out of the movie bro that i, I don't rem- like,
1: that's so funny i don't even remember telling him that story no. That's crazy. Ah. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: but, um, must be a well-known story, bro. Come on now, like, like yeah, just probably, probably. Like, bro. That's like <laughs> out of go on. Tell me that, man. Like,
1: so yeah. I I got my start, and so I have to backtrack a bit. So
0: yeah, yeah, backtrack. I backtrack.
1: I, st- I started my first business when I was fourteen years old. Um, that stemmed from a lot of things, which I mean, we can probably get into at the latter part of the podcast. But I started young because I was someone who asked a lot of questions when I was growing up. And I quickly, quickly realized that, you know, there was a there was a wealth divide, and there was the the rich and the poor, and I was on the wrong side of the fence. And um, I quickly acknowledged that, and I decided that instead of complaining, I wanted to do something about it. Um, so growing up with a poor fa- in a poor family, you know, like I, I wouldn't call it poor because I mean like. When I was um when I was very very young, yeah, we were poor. Like it was tough. Do you know what I mean? But I think um around my ages of like thirteen to fourteen, um we my family kind of like got a lot more stability. So back then I wasn't poor. I would say. Do you know what I mean? But you know we we didn't have it easy. So I quickly said, you know what? Like I started applying for paper rounds and um all of those jobs and stuff like that. Just like small jobs that you do at those sort of ages. Mm. But I couldn't get any. Like a lot of them were asking for experience, and it's like. 14 years old, like what what, what experience did <laughs> exactly. I have? Yeah. So um with me, like I was always into like computers and, and stuff like that. And um my my mum got me a laptop. Um I think when I was 12 or 13, I can't remember, but for as long as I can remember, it was me and that laptop. And um I quickly discovered that every single topic, information or industry or whatever that you kind of want to learn. Or discipline, or whatever, like you can find it on the internet, and so I just kind of went on this journey to try and discover how to make money like at a young age. So, anyway, long story short, um, I had bought this course, like I can't remember, I asked my mom for like $50 or $99, I can't remember what it was. Well, back when you was 14, yeah, 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 wow, I bought this course, it was like an American course, it was like, oh, how to, um get restaurants to uh like make you make acts for them or something like that and how to get restaurants to make you to, to like basically how to gain restaurants as like clients for like app development and stuff like that and okay. whatnot and um the course was complete bs like <laughs> bs like complete crap but there was a small part of it where he goes oh like you know you, you may want to make your logo for your um your uh, d- your digital company and blah blah and Here's where you can go to make the logo, Fiverr.com. You can get someone to make a logo for like like five dollars. Back then, Fiverr was actually like everything was five dollars. And the part that stood out to me was like, it's like how the hell like can you get someone to create a logo for five dollars? Like, I kind of knew some graphic designers like, you know, like and I know that it wasn't cheap, so to get a logo done for five dollars for me, like I just hung on to that and I was like, "Okay, cool." I remember when
0: Fiverr was five dollars so. as well. remember exactly. that was crazy. Back, back Literally, in the day, back anything in the day. you wanted, you could get for five. That was crazy. Back in the day, bro. Back in the day, yeah.
1: And um, yeah, like I, I remember thinking, surely, like a hundred percent, there must be someone in London that's willing to pay at least ten dollars for a logo. So I said, look, if I can just like double this or triple this or whatever, then like, I'm in profit, like, I've, I've technically got a business here, so I scrapped the course, and I just ran with that part of it, um, and, I, and I remember, um, like, I, I was always tinkering, so I knew of Gumtree and stuff like that, so there was a service um, section on Gumtree, so I went on Gumtree, and I posted um, graphic design, I can do your logos, blah, 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 um, and I basically created, like, a, a on the, on the images that you can post, I put like a, a portfolio, but it wasn't mine. It was all the graphic designers on Fiverr. I just stole their images. Smart, smart. And I put it on Gumtree and um, literally a day later, a plumbing company uh, messaged me. like, Oh, we need a logo, blah, blah, blah. And um, they're like, how much would it cost? And I was like, shit, like I've got I've got a lot of power man, right now. Like how much does it cost? And I said, uh, I think I said like 60 pounds £60 or something. <laughs> I'm not expecting them to even accept it. And they were like, okay, sure, fine. <laughs> so... I remember like they sent me the brief I, I got it done on Fiverr for like $5 and then they literally wired me like 60 pounds to my PayPal so I had made like like 56 pounds or something net profit so I had like ran at into 14? Like, at 14 at yeah, 14 yeah wow I didn't know that the, the thing is I didn't I didn't even know that they would pay me like I, this was all like a big experiment for me so I literally ran into my mum's room I was like mum like I've just made like 50 something pounds out of nowhere like like I just this company needed a logo. I got it done, blah blah. Like this is my profit, and it just snowballed from there. Like um, the Gumtree stuff was like sick. Like I was always getting clients from it. Like, how did your mom react? My mom always knew I was a bit like not weird, but she she just knew that there was um. I was always doing things like beyond what I should have been doing at that age. Like I was when um when I was like very young. Like I was like super super good in school. Like like I was like a very good academic. Like. And I thought that was my trajectory. So um, I was someone who at 11 years old, like I was looking, I was ordering um, university prospectuses and stuff like that at 11, do you know what I mean? Like what the hell's an 11 year old doing that for? But it's just like, I, I I didn't really have much patience growing up. So my mum, like she, it wasn't like, oh, wow, wow, wow. But it was like, okay, like, do you know what I mean? Like it's not expected, but it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you, you was always up to something anyway. Yeah, yeah, like,
0: it was, like, it wasn't, like, a big shock to her, like... Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, eventually, like, it became a big shock because, essentially, um, you know, I started doing, like, the graphic design stuff took off and I was getting loads of clients from that. Like, I started making about, like, 100 to 300 per week just off, like, logos. Wow. At 14? Yeah, at 14, just off logos. And then um, from that, actually, like, I didn't plan to, but from that, people said, oh like, you've you done our logo, like, do you do websites? And then the first website i done was for, like, this charity in America. $100, I got it done. So what I used to do, I used to get contracts from um, uh, clients in London and, like, America, and I used to outsource it, like, on Fiverr and, and what was called Elance back then. So customers in like, um, uh, sorry, developers and designers in, like, India, China, um, Ukraine, those sort of countries, because... Um, you could get it done for a lot cheaper. So, you know, you can have a very talented designer here, a very talented designer in, uh, let's say, Bangladesh, but the Bangladesh designer can probably only command, I don't know, $75 for a logo, whereas someone in London can command up to 500 to 1,000 pounds or dollars per logo. So I was just kind of like arbitrage, like, you know what I mean, between different continents. And, yeah, so uh, I the, five, the 500, exactly, the $500 uh, website, um, I think I got it done for like a hundred dollars. I made like 400 profit and um, they recommended me to people. And before I knew it, we were doing apps, websites, graphic design. Um, and at one point, like I was making between two to 4k per month. Like, and this was, so the business grew over some time. So the peak of it was like when I was 15, like let's say 15 to 15 and a half. Um, and I was gearing up for my last year of secondary school. And, like, I was going to school late every single day. Like, I was missing school, like, because I had, just like like I, just like I was telling you before, like, um, I had um, I had um, all these programmers and, and web designers and graphic designers in uh, overseas. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So I had to be between all of those time zones. So, like, I would go to bed literally, like, so all of this stuff is not new to me. Like, I'll go to bed at yeah. 4 o'clock. I'll wake up, like, 7 o'clock for school. Um,
0: but... so you so you saying at the beginning how you like the time zone like you've been prepared for this from time exactly a exactly. yeah, so yeah, yeah. decade ago you've been prepared <laughs> for this that's crazy exactly that's crazy because what you're talking about no normal person can do what you're saying about time zones but it's normal for you you've been doing it yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Time. Exactly. yeah exactly so yeah like I, I, I was making like silly money like um like age of 15 and I was getting up to my, so I was missing school a lot um and
0: what was school saying about that?
1: my teachers knew what i was up to um, like because again like everyone knew it like my mom always knew i was a bit different my teachers always knew i was a bit i was a bit different so like my te- i could literally like be transparent with my teachers like look like i had to cuz even when i woke up at 7 i couldn't just leave and go to school like i had to respond to emails and stuff and you know sign stuff off before i left Do you know what i mean so um, i would get to school like school starts at like 8:30 i'll get to school like 10 11 sometimes um, and yeah, like, I'll I just tell my teacher, like, look, like, I was just doing this. Like, I had a teacher who used to be, uh, as a history teacher, he used to work on Wall Street and, like, he knew my vision from early, so he'd see me walk in late to history class and he wouldn't even say anything, like, he just knew what I was up to. You know? That's the guy.
0: Yeah, that's that, that guy there, yeah. Exactly.
1: The guy so. there, you have to rate him, yeah. Yeah, so... He's like, you know what, yeah, he's
0: earning more than most of these teachers here No, exactly, like,
1: ask, like, if you ask one of my boys, um, he always makes a joke about it, that there was a teacher... You know, like um, we used to do a subject called resistant materials, and the teacher was like, because I was just always open about what I was doing because, like, it's just, just like I was a kid in it, so it's just like it's, it's nothing like major. It wasn't anything major to me. So it's just, like, oh, I'm tinkering and I'm making money. Do you know what I mean? And I told one teacher, like, no, you've got to show me how to do this, like. like and then like the teacher literally like used to like kidnap me after, in school, like, oh, can teach me like what's, what websites I need to find guys on, blah blah blah. But you know, like with all of these things, it's like if you either got it or you don't. Do you know what I mean? So I could, I gave him the blueprint, and obviously nothing came of it. He's still, he's probably still a teacher to this <laughs> day. But um, yeah, like I was making serious money, and I, I, it was so much that I said to my mum, like mum, like this is like school's just getting stressful. Like I'm having to revise for these subjects, blah, blah blah. Like I'm literally not. I'm gonna drop out of school. Like I'm not gonna finish. Like I don't want. Like I don't want to do this GCSE thing. Like look, like, I'm making all of this money, like, blah, blah. Like, even at that point, I was able to even support my mum. Do you know what I mean? Wow. I was like, yeah, like, I'm making all this money. Like, why do I have to do the school thing? But back then, I, I was so naive. Like, I didn't, like, know that, like, doing GCSEs was, like, like, to not do them was, like, wild. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, a compulsory thing. Um, but I was, like I was just like, I know, I know what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? And I'm doing it already. So why do I have to go through this? like conveyor belt of life kind of thing um but anyway my mum said yeah it's a stupid idea you're gonna stop this business and you're gonna finish your GCSEs <laughs> um because while my mum was very supportive she my mum's the type of person like, I always have a plan b and I'm the type of person like zero plan b because if you have a plan b planning, it's less likely to work. yeah yeah yeah. You, you,
0: I heard the quote, if you have a plan B, yeah, that means you're going to always be 80% plan A and exactly. 20% at plan B. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And I couldn't afford that because I wanted it so bad. So anyway, um, yeah, finished school um, with decent grades. I didn't revise for a single subject. Um, the only subject I revised for was history because, again, like I had like a very wow. small history teacher. And I just didn't want to let him down. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to like, wow. get good grades. And I still didn't really get a good, I, think I got like... <laughs> i think i've got like a c uh in. that's decent yeah so um, i've got okay grades i think i've got three a's three b's three c's which is all right considering history was the only kind of uh subject i revised for um so yeah like my, i had to stop the business and then i got back into it like after like for some wait month.
0: hold on so wh- so what did your mom say about your grades then what, did, what was she saying about it?
1: Like she, she knew like she knew what was up. Do you know? Uh, I, mean? like she, I think she just wanted me to finish. Like, because yeah. when I came home, like I was disappointed because I know like my mum and what she expects of me, and, like yeah. how well I've done in like like prior studies and stuff like that before all of this business stuff, and I was like yeah. a straight A guy. Do you know? Yeah. What I mean? Like straight A's. Yeah. So while Bs and Cs aren't terrible, it's like my mum just expected yeah. like more from me, right? So mm-hmm. when I, I think did... you.
0: Yeah, Sorry. I was just gonna say I think I can see that. Do you think your mum? I think your mum's like my mom because even at that age as well, just the same age as you, I was doing up the sweets and chocolates thing and I was making so much from it that I was able to support my mum small, small, but not to the level that you was because I was making like, hundred pound a week but they yeah, was able yeah. to at least help out at home nah, of and course. flipping but flipping my mom always rammed this in my head she's like i don't care how much money you make you better finish this thing <laughs> she didn't give right she said i don't care how much she said you can show me millions millions she, oh she says this now you can show me millions 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 but yeah i, I want you yeah. to finish schooling. but yeah
1: <laughs> no nah, my mom was the same but i just rebelled until yeah, like I'll, I'll get to that part of the story. But I left. Yeah. Um, so I left school and I had all this money, right? So like... Um, Were you saving? No, nah, I wasn't saving. Um, literally, like, what I would spend on is, like, I was a heavy, heavy gamer. Like, heavy, like... like I'm someone that would spend 24 hours on Call of Duty. Like, and that, that's not me saying that. It's like 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. the next morning, literally. Like, um, So I used to buy, like, a lot of games. I used to buy, like... I was really into, like, Jordans and stuff. So I used to buy loads of Jordans um I used to just go into CEX after school oh, I want to work for one. like buy back then it was Blackberries like I'll buy a Blackberry um you know first person to have an iPhone and all of that like um and my mum was traveling a lot back um, between um um Jamaica and and, and London because I think at the time her dad was ill I can't remember but I was like paying for her tickets and all of that stuff um so yeah like <laughs> zero savings that's the truth and the rest went into like failed businesses that I would kind of like try on the side um and then yeah the summer holidays came and like yeah I just spent I just spent what the last of what I had over the summer holidays and it's like okay cool summer holidays are done all the fun's over now I've got to get back to work and um you know I kind of with that business like I, I wish like I had taken it further because I am lucky that I had like sort of like a deep voice when I was younger, somewhat of a deep voice anyway. So I never met any of my clients face to face. It was always over the internet. We never done any like if we done like a like a Skype or whatever. It would like, I wouldn't show my face or anything, and that was just out of the fear that if they see that it's a fifteen year old kid behind mm-hmm. the screen, they probably won't want to work with me. Like now that I know that, like now that I know what I know, I know that couldn't be the furthest thing like from the truth. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: People, like, I found out people are more inclined to work with you when you're younger, like, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: I remember, like, I had um, a client um, from, it was, I think it was Birmingham or Manchester, and they wanted to get an app done, and the first app they wanted to do was about three grand, which would have been, like, my biggest contract. Um, but all they wanted me to do was come up to Manchester to their office, like, it was a, it's a tech company. They wanted me to come up to Manchester to their office to do... Um, just like meet them face to face and kind of for them to get to know me and um, they said look like this is just the first of many contracts like after this one we want to fly you out to like our um, office in Holland and you know give you like all our app contracts and stuff like that um, they're like oh the next one we want to do is like 20 grand like we want to do software and all of that stuff and for me I was like this is great but like I can't actually go and meet them because the second they see me they're gonna pull out do you know what I'm saying but mm. so I always had this fear that people wouldn't want to work with me like when they're younger. So I lost like huge opportunities like that. That just out of fear because if I take, I always think like if I'd taken stuff like that, like where would I have been? Do you know what I mean? Like um, I had this like very wealthy guy call me once. Um, I think he found me through as well. He's like, look, um, I don't want to talk too much over the phone, but like I'm heavy into like finance and tech. But there's some stuff that I want to build. Um and I've seen your profile. Like I want you to build it or whoever your team is to build it. But um I'll if you're interested, meet me at this hotel at this time tomorrow. Um just because I'm I'll meet you just before I catch a flight. I think he was going to LA or something. Um and then we can talk. And I remember being in like two minds, like back and forth, back and forth, should I go, should I not go, should I not go? Didn't go, never heard from the guy again. Do you know what I mean? Like loads of wow. opportunities like that, That. I just missed out on because I didn't have, like, a mentor at the time to say, no, go. Do you know what I mean? Like, they'll, they'll, they'll probably be impressed that you're doing all that you're doing so young. I just thought that, oh, like, I can only meet these guys over the internet. Like, you know, they don't want to work with, like, a 16-year-old.
0: I would even say just mentor also, like, like you said, back then, I don't know, really, you wasn't really hearing about, like, young people doing whatever, whatever, compared no, to now. Like, yeah. definitely, I would argue that the stigma about people thing is definitely gone that's gone yeah, because there's too many young people yeah doing crazy 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 things and they're right right up there um all sorts of things you see every day you know this guy nft this so or what exactly. especially with the, the thing young guys are yeah young guys are doing doing crazy exactly. crazy, crazy things but i also understand with yeah face to, and just going on to the whole face-to-face thing fam i think i don't know what i don't know about you but for me it, like okay. even like even on me i don't show my face and stuff like that but, yeah. but bro like if there's serious business to be done, me, the, I want to see your face straight away. I need to know who I'm talking to <laughs> straight yeah, yeah. away.
1: Like, yo, let's meet up today. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Exactly.
0: How exactly. How you as well, you
1: think? Yeah, 100%. Like, mm. I'm like, you know, I have a lot of, um, uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm the same. Like, I, I like to kind of like,
0: like you could see where it was like, coming from.
1: Yeah. If we're discussing business or blah, blah, blah like I want to see your body language. I want to see how you present yourself. I want to see how you dress. Like, you know, I want to see if you're on time to the meeting. Like all of these things, um, I think they're very important. So no, I'm I, I'm definitely the same, definitely. But Do you um, think you regret it?
0: What, like not showing up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I,
1: I'm, I, like don't regret, I don't. If you go back, I don't mm-hmm. regret much. Um, right. If anything, um, yeah. but. I just wish I had. I don't know if it's if if, if you can class that as regret, but I just I, like I'm yeah. always curious to see where yeah, this business journey yeah, would have yeah. went because yeah. like to do let's say for example, like to do to have like you know, five to fifteen grand contracts at fifteen, that's no small feat. So um, imagine the trajectory of like let's say if I stuck out fifteen to nineteen twenty. You know what I mean? Actually, Mm -hmm. the contracts would only grow in size, Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm always curious to kind of, like, see where that went, but continuing on the story, like, I I basically tried to get back into the business after the summer holidays when I was 16, and um, it, yeah, I just realised that, no, like, this isn't for me anymore. Um, I realised that I was making good money, but, like, that was it. Like, I wasn't passionate about the business. It's just something that I managed to make a quick buck from, and then it snowballed into an actual business. Um, and I just really enjoyed the money because I was making so much money at a young age. But it wasn't anything that like I was super passionate about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was stressful as well. Like remember, like these pr- uh, programmers and stuff in different countries. There's always a lang- There's always um, a language barrier as well. So the client would convey something to me. I would try to relay it. I remember, like, I don't have a tech background, so people would, like, clients would ask me, "Oh, can you do? Can you do this? Can you do that?" And I would have zero idea what that is, like, absolutely zero idea. But I'll just say, yeah, and then I'll hope that I could like, I hope that I can figure it out. And ninety percent of the time, I did. But that ten percent of the time where you're trying to figure out, like, HTML, the difference between HTML, this HTML, and this designer sending this Photoshop document that needs to be this, and there's this error, there's this bug. And you're just a flipping f- 15, 16-year-old know, that has no coding experience whatsoever or no design experience. Um, I did come up against some pitfalls. So I decided that I didn't want to... I wanted to do something new. So the easy thing would have been to get back into that business. But I said, you know what? Like, I'm going to figure out something else, which obviously ended up leading to property. I went to... I didn't enroll in a six formal... I applied for any six formal colleges because I just wasn't interested. My mind wasn't there. But... Um, my teachers literally, like, phoned my mum on, like, the enrollment day, like, when everyone's meant to go in, and, like, where's Kido Like, why is he not at um, sixth form? Uh, he's, he's not going to the school sixth form. Okay, what college is he going to? He's not going to a college. And, like, how can he not go to a college? No, like, you need to get him in. And, yeah, they basically pushed my mum into forcing me to come in and go to the school sixth form. Um, and then I dropped out, like, eight weeks later. <laughs> um <laughs> out like eight weeks later and then my mum said to me, Do you know what? Like I can see this is really what you want to do. Like you're stubborn, like you're not, you're not budging. So do you know what? I'm gonna give you one year to make something happen. Um so do you know what I mean? Like we'll revisit this conversation in one year. I'm not gonna ask you, oh, what's going on with this, what's going on with that. I'm just gonna give you the one year and do you know what I mean? Like let's see what happens. Then the one year came. between that one year like i done many different things like i tried i I just stopped and started like dozens of businesses from fashion tech to i wanted to do energy at one point to um just a bunch of different things and um the one year came and nothing happened and then just to kind of like keep my mum quiet um one of my mates was like oh i'm enrolling in this college blah blah like i'm swapping for form you should enroll as well so i enrolled um, and then again eight weeks later I dropped out <laughs> and then my mum just said do you know what like there's there's actually no helping you because no matter what like we've just seen that this is what you you're gonna do so just make it work like however long it takes just make it work and I thank god that I had support parents like that because even though she really? wanted me to go down that sort of path where it's like go to school go to college go to get a degree etc cetera, etc cetera, And she really, because she didn't achieve that for herself, so she really wanted me to do it. Um, Even though she wanted that, like, she just saw that it wasn't, like, it wasn't me, do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Very supportive, though. Exactly, but, you know, mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: sorry, the, the weirdest thing is, like, I say it wasn't me, but it wasn't, like, by choice. Like, for me, I didn't want to become, like, this superstar billionaire because I liked the idea of it. Like, if I had come from an okay family, I would have probably gone down that route and been happy with it. But I just grew up seeing that, no, like, like, we don't have much. Do you know what I mean? So I was just on this crazy, crazy pursuit of, like, I want to make it happen and I want to make it happen very early. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, in a perfect world, it's so much easier to just go to uni, do this, go get a job, blah, blah. And sometimes, like, I wish, like, I'd come from, like, not not now, but back then I used to wish that I'd come from, like, a wealthy family or... It would have been been easier. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Peaceful. You just Less stress. Exactly. Exactly. Less stress, blah, blah, blah. Because in those two years that I was out of school and I wasn't working, like, or nothing like that, um, 16 to 18, um, like, I would see my friends naturally progress, like, first year college, second year college, then uni, and I'm just home on my laptop. Like, literally just on my laptop. Like, it doesn't matter what time of the day you walk in that... dark room and I'm just on my laptop I'm researching something or um you know trying to form a connection like I don't know like I'm just trying to piece it together so yeah um she just said yeah make it happen whatever and then uh, when I was 18 right so leading up to my 18th birthday I had always kind of wanted to get into do something regarding like construction or property but I knew I couldn't own properties before the age of 18 so when I turned 18, um, or just before I turned 18, I said, you know what, like, I'm turning 18, like, I can maybe, like, make something happen here, like, I can, like, sign property contracts, I can own properties, blah, blah, like, let me, let me, let me try and, I I was interested, this, I was like, this might be it, Um, because I was always kind of around that, like, my dad's an architect, my granddad I was a construction company and even my stepdad... um...
0: Sorry to call you off. Was you around your dad, by the way? Because you never... You haven't mentioned your dad yet.
1: No, so... um, My parents split when I was uh, three years old. Uh, Was I three? I think... No, four years... No, I'm lying. Four or five. It was even four or five years old. Um, Yeah, so my parents split when I was four or five years old and my mum got with my stepdad shortly after and then... Like, I mean, I think now they've been married for, like, 10, 15 years or whatever. Um, but, yeah, like, my stepdad has kind of been my dad since I was, like, as long as I can remember, like, five years old. Um, and my actual dad wasn't really in the picture. Um, we just didn't really speak much, like, didn't get along with my mum. And I, I've got an older brother, but he didn't really get on with my older brother. So, yeah, like, my, my if I'm to be truthful, it was my stepdad that raised me. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's that's who I consider my actual dad if do you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. I always had a father figure in the picture um, do you know what I mean like he was another like I, I though I didn't mention him it's, it's actually interesting you brought, brought him up because he was also super supportive and he really wanted me to do the like academic thing but it just wasn't in me so like my pa- my mum and my stepdad like ugh, I've burned through thousands of their money like I would always come to them like guys this is it like this is the idea this is 500 pounds <laughs> I promise, like, like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> what, at, like, 60, 70 years old, than that? Yeah, like, literally, no like, guys, this is it, like, like, and they'll just do it. And when they did it, like, it was never like, oh, like, we've got faith in him that this is going to be it. It's just like, oh, Kido's come again. Do you know what I mean? Like, we know that some point down the line, he's going to hit something. So this is just our, like, do you know what I mean? Like, our, our seed funding, in quote. Yeah. So, it's yeah. Like, like, it's like... It's like just 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 putting your
0: money in something, even though it's always going red, just to like lower lower exactly. down your average. Yeah.
1: Exactly. exactly.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, one day it's gonna blow. No. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Cause they believed in me. That's the truth. Like, like they really like believed in me. Like a lot of the times like, I was down, I'm like, like, mom, like, blah, blah, like I don't know, like whatever. Like my stepdad like always like encouraging me, like, nothing comes easy, like keep going. Um, so yeah, like the, I, I my, my I couldn't ask for more supportive parents and I don't know if I could have done it if I had parents that were trying to mold me into something that I wasn't was, I mean, um, that I wasn't, sorry. Sorry. So yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, the property thing. So how did I get started in property? This is like everyone's main question to me. Essentially, um, I just started like, I I just started on the internet. Like I just started like, okay, What's the property developer? How do you buy a property? How much money do you need? You know, like what's the finance? And, like? Uh, that's I uh, like my thing is like my gift is like, uh, learning. Like I'm like I'm like a very deep learner. Like give me any industry, any topic, and give me. And just so to cut you off, just to go um
0: before you start talking about your property journey, right now, like how much do you make from your property? How big is your
1: property empire right now? How, like what so is it? Like... The property like. Um, the property stuff is, it's difficult to like, like you know, like if I was doing like e-commerce or I was doing mm-hmm. like trading or, but I say oh, fifty k per week or whatever. But yeah, um, with the property stuff, it's very, it's a lot more rigid. So property is like a slow burner in quote in terms of like the quickest project that I can possibly churn out is like six months, mm-hmm. and on average, is twelve months. Yeah. Um, so in property speak we calculate like because I don't really I don't hold properties I don't have a portfolio I, mm-hmm. I strictly buy and I sell Yeah. so for property developers because you have property developers who buy and sell property and you have or buy and develop property uh, and then you have property investors who buy and hold property so I'm not a property investor but I'm a property developer and property developers how we measure our track record or our portfolio if you want to call it that is in what's called GDV, which is like gross development value. So, to date, right, I've done like well over fifty mil in gross development value. That wow. sounds like a huge number, but mm-hmm. if you really understand property, you know, that's not a lot because the margins that you're operating on is between ten to twenty percent. So, let's say um, the profit on that fifty mil is, let's say, three million, for example. The bulk of that GBV, i done with someone who I'll tell you, back about um, later on. Mm-hmm. But that's the guy who I said, oh, like, I need more money. And he said no. Um, but that was, I only got, like, between 2 to 5% of the profits of that. But that was early days. So, back then, I was mm-hmm. willing to work for free. And then when I went, and I first went out on my own, um, like, I was then, because I've always done stuff with investors. That's I'll get to that. But that's how I've kind of... Um, skyrocketed things like a lot quicker than they would have been if I was just leveraged by myself. Exactly. Um, so yeah, like it sounds like a lot, but yeah, like I, I haven't cleared a million pounds profit. Do you know what I mean? I've cleared a million pounds like between, between myself and my partners. Yeah. You
0: know? That's, that's you know, huge. Kind of, that's but, already huge. I mean, you're 20, yeah, 23. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah but yeah. I haven't put like a million pounds in my yeah. pocket. Like, a lot of the investors that I worked with earlier on, um, I wouldn't call them greedy but they uh yeah they took were, advantage no nah, they were greedy let's just say <laughs> that, you know, it's like the profit splits like in some cases were ridiculous like considering the value that i was bringing to the table but then okay, again, we'll get to that we'll get to that let's go back to sure saying yeah so how you started just research 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 so i literally spent six months in a room learning everything that i possibly could about property like one thing with me, if there's something that I want to get to, I completely, completely immerse myself in it. So with property, like, I was I was on YouTube. Every single property development video I can find from day in the life of a property developer to how to become a property developer to this property developer went bust to this property developer's a fraud. Because even in that, there's stuff you can learn. There's this property developer that built this empire. There's this, And then I ran out of UK stuff, so I started watching real estate videos, America, Australia, um, then I started like watching Homes Under the Hammer like religiously, like every single morning. That was like I
0: love yeah. that show, I love that yeah. show,
1: I love like, that I show, banging that show. Um, and for me, that was one of my biggest helps because I started to like learn the lingo. And then, like, if there was something that I didn't know, I'd just Google it if I heard it in Homes Under the Hammer. And yeah, like I built up, you know, a, a knowledge over three to six months. And then um, I said, okay, cool. I had a conversation with myself, and I was like realistically i don't have the money contacts or resources to or experience even to go out and start buying properties however i've always done the middleman thing like that's how i even started out so excuse me so i know that somehow like if i can figure out the middleman thing in this property stuff this property world then that could be my foot in the door so i said okay cool I can't be a property developer now, but I'm going to be an agent for property developers. So I've, I sort of learned online how to find property deals. So I said, yeah, I'll just find property devel- um, property deals for um, other property developers. And then I said, okay, cool. Now I've got to actually find out where to find these property developers because I don't know any, for example. So again, I knew my handy tool Gumtree um, could possibly come in in in... Be of value. So I basically said, okay, like one thing I'm very, very good at, right, is reverse engineering. So give me an end goal and I'll reverse engineer the hell out of it down to like actionable steps. So I said, okay, cool. I need to meet property developers. Where are property developers? Mm. Probably online somewhere looking for property deals. How do I attract them? Not with my face, not with myself, not with my personality, but with a property deal. So I remember what I'd done, I posted a fake advert, right, saying, um, I've got this, I'm a property agent, um, I've got this house for sale, you can buy it for this much, um, you can put this much into it and you can sell it for this much, it's in East London, call me ASAP before it goes. And I put in the headline, like, calling all property developers or something. And literally for like three to four weeks straight, my phone rang off the hook. Like my parents would have probably thought I was selling drugs. Like <laughs> my phone rang like a couple times every hour. Um, like probably like yeah, is that deal still available? And then I'd say uh, it's not available. But if you give me your contact details, I should have a few more. Wow. In mean, the next, do you know what I mean? Wow. A few details, a few months. So that was my like reverse engineering to because I needed I needed their data, I needed needed the contacts, email, I needed their phone number. Like, I needed someone that, or people that if I found the deal, I could pass it on to them. Do you know what I mean? So, from that, I built, like, a list of, like, 30, 40 Bro, people. do you know that's
0: genius what you did? Do you know that that's genius? I, I, you
1: know, genius. You know what when I, when I, at the time, like, I didn't really think much of it. Like, I yeah. just, I knew I was a bit of a smart ass, yeah, but, yeah. like, it's just like, like... I just, For you, I mean, just, it just seemed logical. It just seemed, yeah, in like, your mind, it's that. logical. I just yeah. knew that, like... Yeah. I had to be more creative than the average yeah, person. You know,
0: yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyway, yeah, like, wow.
1: 40, 50 property developers on my list now. So I was like, okay, cool. That's it. Like right now, I just need to find property deals to actually feed them. So um <laughs> I basically used Gumtree to, to so I was using Gumtree to attract them. And I was actually using Gumtree to find property deals as well. So I would also I posted another, it wasn't a fake ad, it was just a bit of a white light in quote i'll post i post loads of ads saying i'm a cash property i'm a property buyer i can buy your property cash any property call me now blah blah again like the phone just rang back like, people saying oh yeah like um you know i've got this property i want to sell it and then i'll just put two and two together but with that like i just used to think that either property developers are very stupid or
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm very smart yeah like
1: do you know what i mean one of the two because I'm finding you guys in the same place. Do you know what I mean? Like, what the hell? Why don't you guys just advertise, like, online? So anyway, like, you know, I, I had built up some, like, some people that wanted to sell properties and I was trying to connect them to property developers. But, one way or another, like, the deal always ended up falling through based on the numbers weren't right. Um, someone else came in and bought it. They needed to sell too quickly. They were, the, the property owner was probably indecisive. They had offers, but they just wouldn't grab one. They wouldn't, like, latch onto one. So, Yeah, like, it just became, like, that was, like, that happened for, like, six to nine months of just coming close to a deal, not hitting a deal, coming close to a deal, not hitting a deal. And it came to a point where I was, like, no, like, I flipping need to make something happen, like, what the heck, like, I'm approaching my 19th birthday and I'm, like, it's been three years now, like, something's got to give. So, anyway, like, I remember I had a girlfriend at the time and I was, like, you know if, like, I don't get a deal in the next three weeks, yeah? I'm going to quit this property thing. Like, I'm I'm just not going to do it anymore. And I realised that that was the worst girlfriend ever. Like, I'm, I'm glad she, she, she's no longer my girlfriend because she's like... Wait,
0: what did you... You said that or she said that?
1: No, I said it. I said it to her. But she goes, yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Like, she she didn't say yes and she didn't say no. She basically just like, okay, that's, that's fine. But uh, in my head, it's like, no, like, it's not fine. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah no, you can't quit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it started approaching that three-week deadline, yeah, and nothing was happening, and I was like, crap, like... And then the three weeks came, and I was like, no, I'm not quitting, no way. Like, like, (laughs) for me even to say that was BS, like, I'm not quitting, no way in hell, like, I've invested too much into this thing. It's going to work, like, it just has to work. And then I just said, you know what, like, let me pivot. I was like, again, like, I'm always, like, reverse engineering, so I was like, okay, cool. I want to make X amount per year, um... I think at the time it was like, hundred thousand pounds per year. Yeah, at the time, I said to myself, like, if I find one property deal, that would probably bring me like a commission of between five to fifteen k. So to make that a hundred grand a year, I would have to find like five or six or seven property deals. Um, which considering how long it's taking me to find zero or, or even get the first one, I don't think that's smart. So I was like, do you know what? Like, if I become a property developer off one deal, I can make £100,000 in a year and I only need to find one and I only need to do one and that's it, do you know what I'm saying? So I said, do you know what? I'm going to become a property developer and I was someone that like, I always had like a stupid, stupid like like faith and willpower like I just believed that I could do anything like, like I was so naive back then Like, and I always tell people like you should never lose that naivety because like come on, like you know when I said I was between, between the ages of 16 to 18 like I was doing many different businesses like at one point, bro, like I wanted to start like a renewable energy company building like um, wind farms and solar farms. Like at the age of 17, like when I look back at it and I read my old emails, I'm like, you were very, very stupid. Like, but yeah. good stupid in court. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: so, a lot of people, sorry to put your bit, a lot of people bro. would be like, oh, can't do this because I'm not, I haven't got the right resources or whatnot, exactly. not Exactly. it's like, nah, man, just, just start it. Just start exactly. It. I'm man. trying to think what I did when I was at that age, I tried to do a, um, I thought I could make, like, the biggest... Bro, basically, I, I, this guy I, this guy had some leaflets, and I was like, oh, yeah, can I hand those leaflets out? And he was like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. When I started handing out the leaflets out, I deeped it. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. why don't I just... Um, this? Di- why don't I just pay somebody to hand these leaflets out, and then I'll just take the money on top. And then yeah, from there, yeah, I yeah. tried to make some sort of, like, leaflet company, bro. I tried to yeah, hire people, yeah. yeah. But That's it, was, work, it, was big, it was hard work, though, but, like, yeah.
1: It's a big through. experiment, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. was yeah. Sort of a an experiment. Yeah. And... Um, where was I? Um, property development, yeah. So mm-hmm. I said to him, like, I said to myself, do you know what? I'm going to become a property developer. But again, like, just the naivety. Like, I was some, even with the, I, I say I was naive with the solar, with the, the the energy idea. But I remember, like, back then when I was trying to do it, I used to send emails to private equity companies, um, angel investors, and like, literally, like, they would actually email me. Back people there. be yeah. surprised
0: how easy the, this, this, bro, this, this thing is. Yeah.
1: Like, people think, like, like, all these
0: private equity, like, they're far, far away. It's like, small, no small email. Like, they're not getting, you know, one like, last thing I'll say is that, like, for example, with Instagram, like, when I want to message someone on, um to do, like, a promo or a collab, mm-hmm. or even to do these podcasts, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, wow, he's got 100K followers. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, you'd be surprised. Like, he doesn't actually Very get that many DMs, bro. you know? Yeah. Very and he's like, you're the only serious DM
1: in his thing. Everybody else is asking him the same thing. You'll be Very surprised, bad, bro. Yeah. Like, like, even going back through my old emails, like, I've emailed billionaires in America before and they've replied. <laughs> they've said, they've replied to me saying, like, no, like, I, I don't want to work with you, but I just yeah. replied. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, like... Were, back like, to the emails,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, like, they were, like, super interested. So, and again, like, I just wouldn't show up to the meetings. <laughs> I was still kind <laughs> of, like, nervous back then. But anyway, like I said, yeah, I'm just going to become a property developer. Somehow, somewhere. if I find the right deal... I'm sure the money will come somehow. So, I just started calling up estate agents, like, "Yo, like, I'm a property developer. I've got like loads of money. Like, show me property deals. Like, let's 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 do some business." And they'll show me deals. Like, I'll turn up the viewings. I'll make offers. Offers will get rejected, um, time and time again, until some point, right? Like, I, I was again. I was just. This was like going growing closer and closer to my 19th birthday. And, like, I was just getting super, super anxious because I'm thinking, like, am I really going to go, like, it's been three years now. Is it really going to touch, like, the third or fourth year me not having made Jack happen? Like, I know it's a journey, but how long is it going to take to get to, like, somewhere, in quote? So um, I was just very discouraged at the time. And then there was a viewing that I was meant to go to, yeah? Um, this is where kind of everything, I would say, changed. There was this viewing that I was meant to go to um it's, it was only like five to ten minutes, not even five, it was like it was like five-minute walk from my house, um, which was like the closest viewing that I'd ever done. And I remember at the time I just could not be bothered, like I was just super discouraged. I'm like, why am I going to all these viewings? No offers are getting accepted, and even if offers get accepted, like am I gonna find the money and time from investors and stuff like that. But someone just told me, look, just go to the viewing, what's the worst that can happen? Like, do you know what I mean? So I went to the viewing it was a flat that just needed some refurbishment um and yeah it just felt like every other view and then I had left the view and said bye to the estate agent and next door there was a house being done up and I was like I was always someone like I would always put myself in the world that I wanted to belong like so though I was just a because I grew up in Brixton and yeah, I was still living kind of, like, around the area when I was that age, so. Um, though I was, like, a kid living in Brixton or whatever, like, in my head, like, I was a property developer, do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. that it hadn't fully materialised yet. So, when I used to see, like, building sites and stuff like that, I was always, always used to, like, imagine that, like, yeah, like, they were my building sites, do you know what I mean? Like, I just imagine myself turning up in, like, a Range Rover, you know, you know, bossing the builders about my kind of things. So, um, I, I was just standing outside the, the building for, like, the house for like three four five minutes and the door was slightly slightly kind of like open so i knew there was builders in there but something told me like just knock the door and see if the property developers there but in my head i'm like how did you even know like it could have just been someone that lives in the house that just wants to do up their house so anyway i knocked the door now um and this guy comes to the door and i can tell he wasn't a builder he was too clean um you definitely wasn't a builder so he's like oh can I help and I was like um my name's Kida um I've just viewed the house next door uh, the flat next door sorry I'm an aspiring property developer um and I just wanted to see like what you're doing to the place like or whatnot and or if the owner's in sorry like I just want to see if the owner's in because I would want to see what he or she's doing to the place and then he said yeah like I'm the owner like I'll show you around um so he's like i'll come take a with your shoes so he showed me around the whole house like and for the first time like i'm visualizing exactly what i want to do like i'm seeing like the fresh coat of paint i'm seeing the flooring going down brand new kitchen and i was like i was amazed I was, like this is what i want to do like it, it just became so much more real to me mm-hmm. um so yeah like after like he told me around the house like he told me that look yeah i'm the property developer it's my site Um, I bought it at auction. I'm just doing it up. I'm almost done, whatnot. And then, like, I said to him, I was like, you know, like, when you meet someone new, you kind of, like, just exchange details for the, just what you do. So I was like, oh, let's just exchange numbers. Like, I'm always looking at deals, like, kind of, like, black black, blagged it a bit. Like, I'm always looking at deals. And if, you know, I find something that's not for me, like, I can always pass it on to you. Like, yeah, sure. So we exchanged details. And me not, like, I didn't expect anything from it because it's not the first time I'd met a property developer um but I just thought oh it's just another contact so anyway I kept looking at deals for myself and then there was one that like it was like imminent it was like okay the owner's about to accept like you know the numbers make perfect sense like you know the house that I wanted to convert to two flats like everything just aligned perfectly and then I said like shit like I need to find the money to do this thing now Like, like I actually need to um, raise the money, and I think at the time I needed like 150k. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm a 19 year old, like, I don't know anyone of 150k. I did have a very, very long list of property developers, but remember like a lot of these guys just wanted deals for themselves, they didn't want to mm-hmm. work. But something told me, just message that guy, like, message that guy specifically. And I remember I texted him that night, it was a late night. I was like, Um, hey, how you doing? Um, I've just seen this property, and um, it looks a good deal. Um, I currently don't have the funds to do it myself, um, but I was wondering if you know you'd be interested in a joint venture. He hit me back like straight away saying, "Of course, send it over." Sent him the email. He sent me back like fifty questions, like CIA type questions. Like, okay, what's this? What's that? What's this? What's that? And I proved to myself at that point that I actually knew a lot more than I thought I did because mm. all the questions that he asked me. It's like it was like child's play, do you know what I mean? But they were hard questions. So, when to the average replied, person, yeah, exactly. When yeah. I replied back, like he hit me straight away saying, Okay, let's meet. And when, when we met, he told me that he wanted to meet because, like, he wasn't he, the reason he asked me those questions, he wasn't expecting me to actually be able to respond. And pretty much had a meeting when he's like, Look, um, you know, I know you're looking for an investor, I'm super impressed with what you're doing at that age. like, at your age, like, you know, like, let's keep in contact. This deal isn't the one for me, but let's stay in contact. Keep sending me deals, and I'm sure that we'll end up doing something eventually. So I left that meeting thinking, yeah, like, I've got an investor. Like, let's go, like, let's just find deals. So kept sending him deals, kept sending him deals till I turned 19, and then that New Year's Day, he messaged me saying, "Um, come to my house for a meeting. And um, I remember I googled the address. I said, yeah, "Yeah, whatever." I googled the address, and the address was next to a block of flats. The post was next to a block of flats. So I was like, "Hmm, like, maybe he's earning loads of money, but he's just keeping it cool." Like, you know what I mean, like you know, frugal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But when I got there, I actually realised that his house, like he lived, his house was right next to the block of flats, but he lived in like a very serious property, like. You know classic Porsches outside, all of that stuff, so I was mm-hmm. like, Damn, like this guy's serious. So, anyway, um, he sat me down, and as well as me being mesmerized by his house, like I was just super excited that he even wanted to meet with me. I didn't know what it was about, but mm-hmm. he just goes, Look, what is it that you want? And I had a hard thing, I was like, I need money, like, I need money to do these deals. And he goes, Okay, that's fine. Um, he's like, I'll be honest with you, like, I'm not open right now to giving you money to do deals because you don't have any project management experience you know how to find deals and you're very knowledgeable in terms of property but you've never managed a project before so me giving you you let's say 200 grand to do a deal i might as well take that 200 grand do the deal myself and keep all the profits because it would be me that's managing it anyway but then he goes however i like you i like like your tenacity like i'm like I'm amazed by just you as an individual. Do you know what I mean? And I really want to work with you. So what I will offer you is a job stroke partnership. So, you know, come and work for me and I'll give you a share of the company um, and I'll give you a salary. He's like, I'll give you a 25 grand salary. I think it was at the time. Um, He's like, I'll buy you a car, um, laptop, phone, everything and i remember him looking at me like saying okay cool like what do you think about that and i remember looking back at him like dude like what the hell like i didn't come in for this like like because i had I, i had been so against ever working for anyone like that was my life ambition like i would never work for anyone um and even though it was a job stroke partnership i just like yeah like i just just wasn't it just didn't appeal to me so anyway like what you said no (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. I didn't say no. Because bro,
0: that's like you know how mad that is. No,
1: but that's you, like a the biggest like, at nineteen, like, yo. bro. At nineteen, like, yo. at nineteen. So he's looking at me like, "What's wrong? Like, why? Why don't you want to accept?" And I was like, "I've just never like anticipated ever working for someone like." But he's like, "Yeah, it's not really like your work. Like we're partners. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm the boss, but at the end of the day, I'm giving you a share of the company. Like, I'm like he's like every decision that I make, you know." Like, you're, I'm giving you free reign over the whole company. And this was, like, a, a 5 to 10 million pound property fund. Um, I can't, obviously, follow, like, I don't want to get sued, but his brother was into tech. And um, let's just say he had a, a very big exit. Like, I'm not talking, like, thousands of millions. I'm talking more than that. <laughs> um, a huge tech company. Like, just think of the biggest tech company you can think of.
0: Mm, nice. Up there, up there.
1: Up there. Like, 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 if
0: we said the name, people know what it is. Yeah, you, you use it every
1: day. You know I mean? Really? Yeah, yeah. Use it <laughs> like, serious. Like, obviously, off, off, off record, I'll, I'll yeah. let you know, but yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't want to get sued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 they had serious, serious yeah. capital. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I knew that it would be good to work with them, but, yeah, like, I mean, I, he, he, I remember him looking at me like, like, you, like you're crazy for not, like, but I was like, you know what, let me go and think about it. He's like, okay, fine, like, let me know. So I remember I went home and I was like, mom, um, the guy, obviously I said his name, I'm like, yeah, but like, he said, um, he offered me this. And my mom was like, so what did you say? And I was like, I'm, I'm not really on it. She goes, what? That like, pick up the phone, call that guy and tell him that you accept. And mum was always boss, so, at the time anyway. So, um... I called him back and I was like, look, yeah, I accept. because he was saying like, he's like, look, I was surprised you didn't say no earlier because like you're trying to get into the most capital intensive industry, right? Like where you need hundreds of thousands, millions to do deals. Um, I'm offering you a track record on a platter. I'm giving you a 25 grand salary at 19 and I'm giving you a share of the company, 5% of the company or whatever. Um, like I was like, he's like, you must be crazy. But anyway, we accept, I accepted and we started work that Monday and he pretty much goes look like this is me and you like like where like i'm giving you free rein like you you can call whatever shops i call like i'm going to give you access to every part of the business um like you know like i'm just going to give you i'm just going to say to you okay cool we've got this amount of money to spend let's find deals blah blah and we started working together um and let me not lie like it was a beautiful partnership like, like mm. i I, I owe a lot to that guy, do you know what I mean? Because he didn't know me from anywhere, do you know what I mean? Like, he didn't know me from absolutely anywhere. And he just saw a young, hungry kid. And he could have easily said to me, come work for free. Because I, mm. realistically, I would have Literally. Done it. Literally. Do you know what I mean? Like, you like, had got, no leverage. You had nothing No being, leverage, bro. Yeah. You know Zero. I mean? Zero leverage. I know, like, I had a skill that he needed in terms of finding deals. But, I mean, come on, like, compared to what he was offering, like, it outweighed my share times 10, do you know what I'm saying? Like, he gave me a huge opportunity. The guy bought me my first car, do you know what I mean? Like, gave me five grand cash, like, go buy your first car. Um, and that's before we even started work, if you get what I'm saying. So, it wasn't even like, oh, like a bonus or anything. Um, and yeah, like, it was a beautiful partnership. We were like, no, no property in South London. Like, in terms of South London, like, we were like, the guys, in quote. Mm. do you know what I mean? Like, no deal goes, like, about without us you know, like if, if something sold right we would know of it it's only that we didn't want to buy it in quote because while we had the pot we were working with again he had his brother and his brother's business partner so it's almost like an unlimited pool of capital like there's times where we ran out of money and he just like will go to his brother and it's like hey, okay, yeah we got an extra mil Do you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah we got an extra 500k in quote so like yeah man it was like we were buying everything um our, the first property I bought was in Crystal Palace. Like, I'll kind of get into the nitty-gritty. So, um, you know, I don't just give people a narrative. But the first property I bought was in Crystal Palace. Um, it was a house that we converted to three flats, um, a ground-floor three-bed flat, a first-floor two-bed flat, and a top-floor one-bed flat. We paid, like, 750 for that. We put, like, 250 in it. All in all, we sold all of the flats for, like, $1.26 or something. So it was a good profit. yes, um, yes. We then bought a house in... And these are all deals that I'm finding, by the way. Mm. We bought a house in an area called South Norwood. Um, um, We converted it to five flats. Um, And, yeah, I think we paid... That was one of uh, the the healthiest deals. We paid, like, what was it? 780 or something for that one. Um, We put, like, 350... No, way over... 390 or 400K into it. But all the flats sold for, like, altogether, like, 1.6, 1.7. Like, we didn't even anticipate making that much money. Wait, say, say that again, sorry? So we put... We, we paid, like, 780 for it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we had a bit of stamp duty. I think it was, like, maybe 40, 50 grand at the time. Yeah. Um, And then we put, like, three, 390 into the build. Or mm-hmm. all in, we like like, 1.2 something. And then we sorry. sold out for, like, 1.6, 1.7. Oh, damn. So... Do you know what I mean? And in property, like twenty yeah. percent profit margin is a very good deal. Like that's industry standard. And that deal, I think it was at least forty percent margin. Like it was even maybe fifty, actually, I believe. But it was mm-hmm. it was a very good deal. And then we bought. Obviously, I won't say specific areas anymore, just so mm-hmm. people are very good at like investigating. Um, and just for his, yes. his privacy, it's not even my own, but I don't really care about his privacy. Um, so then we bought. After that, we bought two other properties simultaneously in Southwest London. Then we bought another one, so we were exclusively doing South London. Like we didn't go outside of South London or even London. Um, Then we bought one in Forest Hill. Like yeah, we 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 were.
0: You was but, there active, yeah.
1: Yeah, like we were yeah. buying like a property every two months, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it, massive properties. It
0: sounds like you was living the dream. I can't lie to you.
1: Everything that you bro, want. let me not lie, like for, for a nineteen year old, like it, it was it was it was life changing because you know, like I had gone from having so much like vision but nothing material to suddenly like I'm the second in command for a property company, like a property fund that's got serious, serious dough. Do you know what I mean? Like and If I saw a property, it's like, it's not that, oh, like, I wish I can buy it. It's like, okay, if the numbers stack, I know I can go back to so-and-so, we can work out the deal. And if the numbers stack, he's not like, he's very unemotional when it comes to property. I somewhat am sometimes. Like, I do get attached to properties or deals. Like, if a deal that I really wanted to do um falls through like I get like a bit up like he was very unemotional. He's like he doesn't he didn't give a crap. It's like mm. if the numbers make sense, we'll do it. I don't care like do you know what I mean? Like that was him. So it's like anything I brought back to him, like, you know, we would do it. Any ideas that I brought to the table, he put money, put money behind it. Like um and he saw that I had a mind that worked differently when it came to property. Because with myself, like if I'm to say like what I bring to the table, right? Like, any industry that I go in, I'm always able to find like a different angle to it. So when I was working with him, we were converting houses to flats. Almost, that was all we was doing actually. No, like we was ref- we was doing some refurbs, but our our like, bread and butter was houses to flats. Buying big Victorian houses and converted them to flats. Um, we didn't do any new builds. We wanted to get into land because of me, because I had a lot of ideas. I do land now, which I'll talk about. But um, we wanted to get into land, but we just never got around to it when... Obviously we're working together, but with him alone, we've done like eight mil together, like in GDV. Eight, eight or nine mil. Um, and obviously, like I I should have earned a lot more um with that, but I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um the relationship a lot. Exactly. like I you know, with that, like I suddenly like had a track record now. I could sit with investors and say I've done X, Y, and Z. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't that. Oh, like, oh, please invest in me. Like, I'm gonna try, blah blah blah. So that even brings me to my next point of when the relationship, it, I wouldn't say severed, but we we did have we did butt heads because mm-hmm. of how I kind of left.
0: And uh, just to touch on what you said about now that you have a track record, it's yeah. like if you refused, if you, man, we thank your mum, bro, for telling you to take no, nah, bro, 100%. because because yeah, if you refused, you, you that would just would have just come out of just you being stubborn and it's like p- a p- a people don't realize like at the beginning. You know how they say, even though all these books say, never sell your, what is it? Never sell your money for time. and mm-hmm. Never sell your time for money. People say that. But in the beginning, I'm sorry, you need to. You have to. You have to. Yeah. Because you, you have, have no leverage. If you have no leverage, I'm sorry, you're going to have to get to work. People love saying smart work, smart work. No, no, no. In the beginning, you need to work hard. You've got to start somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Start somewhere. Take whatever you got
1: there. Yeah, exactly. Take exactly. Yeah. And you know what it is? Like, it didn't flat work this guy was actually like a big brother to me. Like, he wasn't old. Like, he was like... Even now, I Okay.
0: you still to talk time. to him now?
1: Pardon? Do you still talk to him now? Here and,
0: here and there, like... Like, left... the relation now, how is it? Like, is it all... Cool? Yeah, so when I left, like, mm.
1: oh, he hated, like, I, not hated me, like, yeah. but there was tension. Literally. Let's go
0: on to where you left. Let's go, let's go on to how you Yeah, so
1: I had a mentor, right, prior to him um, who... Let me just say, this mentor was very good verbally, but... He was not a mentor that put his money where his mouth is, but he was he was good and guided me, let's just say that. he was He's an Asian guy. Um, I think he's Indian or Bangladesh, I can't remember, but this was my first ever mentor. Um, like, serious, serious guy. Like, he owns care homes. Like, how did you find him? He, he actually came through the whole gumtree stuff that I was doing. okay. Yeah. Um, we actually met up at a property once, and he was like, what the heck? Like, you're like 10, like, what the hell? Like, how do you, do you know what I mean? And... He was like, no, you remind me of, of, of myself when I was your age. And we just clicked from there. But he had told me when I told him about this guy, he's like, no, that's super. That's, that's a great opportunity. To take it. But you know what you've got to do, like work for like a year, prove yourself, like, you know, um, you know, prove your weight in gold and then go back and negotiate. Because I wasn't happy with a 25K salary. It was a lot for where I was coming from in 19. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like. And I was still living at home. Do you know what I mean? And my mum didn't ask me for, like, rent or anything like that. Like, so I could spend my money how I wanted to. I was just saving a lot. Um, so it was good money, but I just knew, like... Oh, this
0: time you were saving?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around okay. those times. So I just knew that, yeah, like, I could do a lot more. And the 5%, like, it just... It ended up, due to some negotiations, being a lot less. And it just didn't work for me anymore. Um, because I was looking back at it, and it's like, okay, cool, like these deals i had brought them to the table like nine like let's say 75 percent of them i had brought them to the table like i had negotiated them i had structured them like you know i mean like you know i helped you project manage all of these things and it's like this is all i get in quote so i remember a christmas i just done some reflection right and then i went back to him i was so nervous because i was thinking like I, i don't know like i don't know like um how to kind of phrase it. But I was just like, you know what, you don't... How were you feeling at that time? Was you feeling like, you, like, you
0: did you feel like, you know what, nah, I'm coming in, Okay, we respect this, that. Mm. This is what I was
1: feeling, yeah. I wanted to quit there and then, like like December, without even negotiating. But I remember I spoke to my mum about it, I spoke to my mentor, they both encouraged me, look, no, do not quit. Go to him with what you're proposing and see if it works. Because the reason why I wanted to quit is because I'm thinking, okay, I've got a track record now. I should be able to raise money. But I was thinking, do you know what, like, why am I going to leave this guy, right, to just start out on my own when, if I'm able to get him to agree to some of these terms that I'm going to propose, at least I get to stick with him and build on something that we've already started building. Like, you know, he's got, like, all these resources and all these contacts, like, there's no point leaving that system yet. If I'm able to agree something a bit more beneficial for me, then I might as well stick around for the next two to three years because even in himself like he always said to me when I when he first met me he's like I know you're super ambitious and you're gonna go off and do your own thing one day but I just want to get a good few years out of you first and you know like I I <laughs> when he said few years I was like hey uh, I'm not so sure but around that time that I was meditating it's like it seemed more feasible I was like I, I wouldn't mind do you know what I mean like I wouldn't mind so anyway I had a long hard think and I thought, okay, what's what's fair? What's actually fair? So I had come up with a list of like eight different things that I potentially thought would work, right? And um Were I, you willing to budge on that list or was that
0: I you was do... willing to budge,
1: of course. It was a negotiation. Mm-hmm. Negotiation, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm a business person, so it's a negotiation. Like I never expected expected him to say yes to everything at face value. So I, I went to him with the list. I even printed it out. And I, you know, I said I need to speak, and I gave it to him, and he read over the list. Um, I was just asking, like, I mean, I was asking for like, I was like, oh, 10 grand extra salary, um, higher profit share, um, you know, 30 percent on deals that I exclusively negotiated. That we didn't really have to spend much on because I'm good at structuring deals where you got to put very little money in. But I'll touch on that. Um, so I wanted to structure those sort of deals for us and all of that stuff. So. He looked at the list and he's like, <clears throat> He's like, do you know what? Like, I have the utmost respect for you. Cause like for you to sit down and propose this and blah blah like it, it takes some big balls to actually like, you know, be upfront like this. Then he goes, but I can't say I can't say yes to any of this. And then he gives me all of the reasons. He's like, yeah, like, you know, like I don't really take much money from the company and you know, um, for your sort of age, like, after your profit share, like, you're earning this much and no one your age, even, like, 10, 15 years older than you is making this sort of money, so, so you know, blah, blah, and all of that. And I was just like, yeah, but, like, I've never seen myself as my age. I've never seen that as a yeah. factor yeah. or as a glass ceiling. So, you, you know, it doesn't matter what how old I am. Like I Age, age is nothing a but a number, now. man. Exactly. Yeah. So he said no. And I remember like, he's like, look, like you're very young and I don't really believe you can actually go out there and find someone that can give you a million pounds um, and are, is willing to give you 50% of the profits. Like, I don't believe it. Like, he said that to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, just based on the fact that I'm, I was still very kind of like fresh in the game and whatnot. And when he first left, when I first left the conversation, right, like I was like, do you know what? He may be right. Do you know what I mean? Like, Maybe right. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stick with it. And then I told my mum and she agreed and whatnot. Um oh, sorry, should I should have yeah, I told my mum and she agreed with it and all of that stuff. Um but yeah, man, like I um I then said to myself, yeah, I'm just gonna stick it out like for like a few more months or a few more years or whatever it is, and um I'll get around to doing my own thing. But then, you know, like when you have it, you have it like that little. Uh, glitch in you that i would say that you just you're just so stubborn like i was just so stubborn like after like six weeks i was like no 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 wait no wait there was like i know he said that like oh like he i can't convince someone to give me a million pounds to, for a project and let me keep 50 percent of the projects but i mean of the profits but i i i i i, I won't know until i try like I, i've just accepted what he said so i was like you know what like I'm gonna try. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna try and raise money. If I don't, then I'm, I haven't. I'm, st- I'm still in my job. Do you know what I mean? If I, if I, if I, um if I, if I do, then do you know what I mean? Like, at least I've proven to myself that I'm, I'm, I'm able to. So, I then went online again, reverse engineer, and then I said, okay, cool. Where are people with money? And then. A few websites came to mind, blah blah. And then I said, okay, if I'm someone with money, what part of the internet? Because the internet is just like it's just like another country, right? So it's like if if you if you if you think of London, where are people with money? You can think, oh, Dorchester Hotel. You can think, oh, um, Canary Wolf. You can think, oh, like Mayfair. So on the internet, I was like, it's just another place. So I was like where would people with money be like hanging around? So one thing came to mind, like, they'll be on business for sale websites because like should like you know a nine-to-five is not going to be on the business for sale website it's going to be someone with some liquid capital um that they want to invest in a business so at the time i was like i don't have a business for sale but i know this is where people that um, have money are so i advertised myself as a like or not myself but i advertised a property development deal and saying that i need investment and um it was against the guidelines because it wasn't a business for sale. Like, if you try to do that now, nah, it won't work because they'll shut the advert down straight away because um, they'll just assess it that, like, oh, it's not a business for sale. But I just thought, hmm, like, I might as well just, like, you know, go through this loophole and, and, and see what it attracts. So literally, again, like, emails started going off, like, phones started going off. And I met two people who were, um, I could tell they, like, I researched them in it from their names, like and companies, house, and um, just their businesses, and a lot of one of them sold. um, They took a company public, and then you know they exited, and all of that stuff. So I knew they were very credible people, um, and would have like a lot of money. So we agreed to meet. Um, I arranged both meetings in the same day, and I was very nervous about both of them. But I went to the first one and I literally just laid everything on the table. I just was transparent about everything. I just said, look, this is me. This is what I've done. This is where I am now. This is the guy I'm working with. This is the setup. This is why I don't want to work. Not that I don't want to work with him anymore, but this is why I can't, because this is what I actually want. And I just laid everything out and I said, look, this is what I'm looking for. I want you to put in money and I want to split the profits 50-50. And the first guy said, okay, fine. And he just agreed on the spot. Um, Then I was thinking, hmm, should I go to the second meeting? Because I know that the second meeting, like, that guy was... I could just tell over the phone, he was a lot more shrewd. Like, he was a serious guy. And he was a lot older as well, like, 50s, 60s. And um, I met him, and he came with his business partner, this Russian guy. And, like, it was the grilling of my life. Like, Hmm. I have never been grilled like that before. Like, Like, certain questions, like, just, I'm like... Bro, like what the hell but i managed to stay on my toes and they were actually very impressed and again they both said yes on the spot um and then i said Shit, like in in one night like i've got two investors and they're ready to go like do you know what i mean and they actually both convinced me to stay at my current job until um i had done at least one deal with them just so i had more stability um and i had agreed but then going into work each day, we used to work from his home office. Like I used to work from home a lot of the time, but we used to work from his home office. Going into work each day, like I was just depressed. He's like, home
0: or your home?
1: His home, yeah. Oh wow. What? So yeah. you just you you see him all the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like every every other day. Do you know what I mean? Um yeah. so so not, not the investor, the guy that I was working for. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's yeah, I mean. yeah. So um he uh what was I gonna say? Um he yeah, like, I was just depressed going into work, man, like, just, like, like, I was just missing phone calls, missing emails, like, I was just very, like, I, I wasn't, I was just reluctant, and he himself was starting to notice it, like, asking me, yeah, like, what's going on, blah, 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 oh, just nothing, man, just stuff at home, Um, until eventually, like, I just woke up one day, like, I can only say that I just woke up on violence, man, I was like, do you know what, today is the day that, like, yeah, like, I leave, but I remember he owed me so prior to that prior to me making that decision i remember he um he owed me some money from the profit share stuff um and um i knew that it it was not due to be paid for like quite a long time so kind of like he even noticed that i'd done it do you know what i mean but kind of like you know uh, black hat in quote so i remember saying to him like look um you know like we plan to do all these projects in the new year um on the new tax year anyway, um I'm gonna be in the higher tax, the highest tax bracket. Like um but currently I'm in like mid-tier. So would you just be able to pay me that money now in this tax year so that I don't get taxed like 40, 50% or whatever it is next year, next tax year. So he goes, hmm, that actually makes sense. Like yeah why not? Blah blah, blah. I'll pass it with the accountant. And you know, sent the money, do you know what I mean? I won't say how much it is, but it was like a decent amount, like five figures, um, it wasn't six figures, but five figures. Um, and I, the reason why I'd done that is because I, I knew that I wanted to leave and I needed money to actually get by. I knew it wouldn't be overnight. Um, so anyway, um, sent the money. And then like three days later, um, I just went to him. I was like, look, the reason why like I've kind of been off is just because like I don't really think that I want to, work with you anymore, in quote. Um and it was a very tough conversation because again, like this was my big brother, in quote. You know what I mean? Like he taught me everything about property. And I had worked with him for like, you know, 14, 16 months straight. And I was just at his house as well. Yeah. And I was just taking this like wild I can only describe it as wild, this wild punt on myself that I can make something happen by myself. And um yeah, the conversation was very like heated, man. I won't even get into what it was like, how. Mm. It, but yeah, like it was like a, it was a tough conversation, and um, even like weeks later, like he would message me like, bro, like, you know, like. This 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 isn't, and this is a white guy as well. He's not. He's not like just to give you something, Like he's he's mm-hmm. he's half white, half Middle Eastern, mm-hmm. and that kind of helps you depict because I, I know people like to visualize things, mm-hmm. um, but yeah um like, yeah, yeah like I I, I I there was nothing in the business that i revi- i didn't um reveal to you like i showed you everything blah blah, blah. like i didn't expect that you'd leave so soon etc but for me it wasn't that i wanted to leave like i wanted to stay and work with him do you know what i mean like i would have stayed for years like mm. but it was just so painful knowing that you know i was providing x amount of value and i wasn't being paid for it do you know what i'm saying like i just mm-hmm. i wasn't being paid for it and I just said, you know what, like, I'd rather just make it happen by myself, like, if, 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 you know, um, I'm not going to be met somewhere in the middle, so, I left, and then, um, things, like, took quite a long time to kind of, like, get back to, like, ground zero, like, it took me ages to find my first project, and when I say ages, I mean, like, nine months, like, um, like, ran out of money, (laughs) ran out of money, um, all my savings depleted, because I, I was living by myself, like, um, my mum moved to another area when I was like, yeah, nineteen actually, probably mm-hmm. I believe twenty. Sorry, and um, I stayed in the flat that she she had um, where I grew up or whatever. So I was living by myself. So I had bills to pay. I had a car to maintain. I had a girlfriend. I had I had all of these things. So mm-hmm. savings just started to like deplete, deplete, deplete until eventually I had to move back in with my mum. I had to. I was living on my mum's couch, and this was this was not long ago. This was like two thousand. And eighteen um to like mid to late two thousand and nineteen mm. yeah, like I would say things start only picked up like August September, two thousand, and nineteen, so mm-hmm. for almost or for more than a year, like it was a struggle, like sleeping on my mom's couch, um do you know what I mean um having to sell my car, do you know what I mean because wow I, just, I needed money, do you know what I mean like I, I needed money, um I had to sell my car um you know, taking bus and train everywhere. Um like it was it was tough man. Um there were times where like literally like I, I like when I then I after staying with my mom a bit, I then moved back to the flat. Um and there are days where like I just wouldn't even have money for food. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's that deep like that deep yeah. I, I'm 20 years old at this point, 20, 21 years old at this point. Um, and I'm thinking, like, did I really make the right decision? Yeah, I was
0: going to say, like, uh, to, to go from that, to go from that, making these big, big deals and having a nice salary car and flipping out, know, to just go from that, I mean, that must have been a shock.
1: No, bro, like, yeah. it, 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 it was. And um, I had a lot of sleepless nights because, like... And you know what the worst thing is, yeah, I mean this 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 guy, right, as I said he was he's he actually a big brother to me. So mm. had I wanted to, right, I could go and get my job back. That's that, that, mm. that's, that's, that's I can go and get my job back. Do you know what I mean? But you know, there was the pride, there was the no, like I've made a decision, I'm gonna stick with it. There's the you need to believe in yourself kind of thing. And it took a while to do you know what I mean, like get through. And um luckily, right, I had um you know, like good people around me. Do you know what I mean? Um I had then met my now mentor, um, just after I kinda left that job. I had then met my now mentor who's been my mentor for like three years now, coming up to four years. Is he the the Asian brother? The Indian No, no no, 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 no. Oh. This is um I don't know if you've seen someone on my Snap um called Onyeka Obi. No, um no. I may have type Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's um Yeah, that's your now mentor. Yeah, that's my now mentor. Who Mm. he's got nothing to do with business. That's the truth. Like Mm. he he doesn't. He doesn't run a business. uh, He's actually a pastor. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm amazed sometimes when I think back at it. Like, how does someone who doesn't have any business experience, doesn't have their own business, how have they managed to help me to a point where, like, I've now done more in business than I could imagine. Like in like a year Mm -hmm. and a half, two years. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he was like my main system through all of those times you know what I mean? Like from um, he had a Range Rover you got a G-Wagon now, he had a Range Rover at the time um, <laughs> and literally like he'll dress me up for like business meetings and stuff like that, that I'll be going to raise money, he'll be like hey, okay, take the Range Rover you know, take my LV bag, do you know what I mean? Like you know, take this uh, tie or whatever, do you know what I mean? Like mm. to kind of like make me look the part, um, there's times where like I had zero money to pay the bill if I was going to like meet like, an investor or something, I'll have to message him, like, oh, like, boss, like, can I get, like, 50 pounds or something to cover this bill mm-hmm. or whatever, do you know what I mean? And he'll send me the money. Um, do you know what I mean? So, like, a lot of that, and just, like, general guidance in terms of, like, how to stick something out, do you know what I mean? Even when it doesn't look like it's going to work. I don't believe w- without that support system, um, I would have kind of done so much so soon, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's my go-to for every decision, like, mm-hmm. every single decision, like, um, in terms of, like, property, whether I'm doing a crypto deal or whatever it is, um, he's kind of, like, the go-to. But, yeah, that's, that's kind of, like, the property stuff till now. I mean, um, things really took off when I got my first deal when I was uh, in September, it was August or September 2019. Um, I had been um, through one of the investors that told me yes on the spot he had introduced me to someone else who was this basically wealthy Jewish guy. And he had bought a building um, um, far, far away, basically, like a huge building. It was like 50,000 square foot or something. And um, he got it for very cheap and he goes like, look, I don't know what to do with this building, but if you can help me consider like or, or come up with an angle to like monetize it, like whether that's offices or uh, studios or uh, home... Um, homeless accommodation or whatever it is like I'll just give you half of the the profits or whatever and um, we worked on that deal and then through that deal then I started working on some of his projects um, just doing small bits basically to earn money Mm. Um, then um, I found like one project a house that um, we got planning permission to convert to flats um, in East London Um, and then I found another project where we applied for to convert a house to seven flats. Um, um, and then, obviously, the plan is... To, we still own it. The plan is to sell it on once the planning permission is finalised. And then I just started, like... It just became a snowball effect. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then, like, you know, deals started to trickle in. And I realised the power of collaboration. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? um, Because a lot of the deals that I work on aren't exclusively my deals. Um, like, for example, right... Um, I have a lot of people who have money, but they, um, or they have people that bring them deals, but they can't come up with a, like an angle for the deal. Like, okay, should we convert to flats? Should we refurbish it? Mm-hmm. Do this, blah, blah, blah. And I may play a small part in the deal and I may make 20, 20, 25%. So whereas before I was doing heavy property development, buying properties, gutting them, converting them to flats, a lot of what I do these days is deal making, um, which let me not lie. Like it's, it's very boring because it's just paperwork. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually buying a flat right now in Southeast London. Um, once this actually um, I should complete on it in like three weeks. So once that's all gone through, um, builders are going to start straight away. Once that's all gone through, I would say come down um, and I'll show it to you. Could be good mm-hmm. for having to kind of show your people, like you know, yeah, yeah, or whatnot. But I'm I'm really just buying that for fun. Like I don't like. I'm not going to earn, like, a mad amount on the deal, probably, like, 50 grand, but I miss building.
0: Well, not a mad amount for you, but, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I miss building, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and a lot of the people, like, through from, from my social media, they want to see that part of it because, as I said, like, I'm, I've become a deal maker, so a lot of what I do, right, is this is my main strategy. So I agree um, deals on properties um, to buy them, so I... Buying a property in the UK is a two-part process. You exchange and then you complete. Exchange is when you swap contracts with the buyers, the seller, solicitor, and you basically say, I agree to buy this property for X amount and you pay your deposit, usually 10%. Um, and then completion is when you send the rest of the money and the title changes name and you now legally own the property. So the difference between ex- the time difference between exchange and completion can usually be like a few weeks to a few months. So what I do, my strategy is I basically agree exchanges on properties right that have development potential it could be that we can convert to flats it could be that you can lock it down and build a block of flats it could be that you can build another house to the side um it could be that you can build two houses at the back like another project that i've got in uh, north london that i'll also show to you um could be anything but as long as it's got development potential because the big the the the, the most profitable part of property development is the planning process because it's so slow it's so bureaucratic, bureaucratic it's so like and when i say planning i mean like to do anything structural to a property or a bit of land like in the uk you need to apply to the council for planning permission but because it's such a difficult process like you can add a lot of value to a property by getting planning permission for some sort of development so i've seen that okay cool like i'll give you an example right so the house that i'm buying in um Northwest. North. Is it northwest? It's just north. It's. it's north. in. I'm not used to North London, but it's, yeah. it's in Edmonton. I'll just say it's in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm buying that house. It's basically a house that's got a lot of land at the back, and um, it's got a double story side extension, um, to the side, obviously. So, what I'm applying to do is knock down the side extension, so that we can create a through road, and then at the back we're going to build two houses. Now every other house on the street that's like a terraced house is 650 but this one is let's just say 700 or so plus because it's got the huge garden so my plan is to basically yeah get the plan for the two houses at the back if i build the two houses at the back and i refurbish the existing house the property is worth altogether it's worth about 1.85 all of them all the three houses um, so what I do, I don't really build stuff out anymore. I just get the plan of permission and then I sell it to another property developer. So, mm-hmm. um, and when I say I sell it, I don't actually sell the property because I don't, I don't, some a lot of times I try not to own it, I just try to tie it up by contract leverage, right? So, you can use debt leverage, you can use I, what I'm really good at is contract leverage. So, I can agree with a property owner to not let me own the property but let me control it for a few months. In those few months, what I'll do is I'll go away, I'll get planning permission for some sort of residential development, and then I will um, sell it on to another property developer. So, just like how if you want so to
0: essentially, that. like, um, instead of them going through all that hard work of going to the council, exactly. like, you're doing that for them,
1: exactly. That's where because I time I is think. money,
0: time is money, yeah,
1: exactly. Like, mm-hmm. property developers don't like planning they like to build stuff do you know what i mean mm. they just want to build so with when i sell sites like people just build them straight away and I, I sell sites with a profit margin built in because obviously they have to make money so when you minus the 1.85 so i've agreed the deal right at 700 i won't say the number but let's just say uh, uh, let me just think of a random example let's say i've agreed yeah, yeah. to deal at 880 for example right mm. um or 870 um mm. With if you minus one point eight five minus the development cost like four hundred grand or five hundred grand to build it minus the property developer's twenty percent margin, you're left with a figure higher than eight eighty. Let's say that figure is um, a million, mm. right? Because um, the example that I'm giving you is the same sort of numbers. It's just like I'm just just so mm-hmm. people can't whittle it down. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, let's say you like you, you you get down to a number of a million, so someone else can buy that property from you. 500 grand into it and make 200 grand 300k basically Mm. um so you see that difference between a million and 880 yeah that's mine to keep that's yours to keep wow remember i'm not buying the property outright so if i paid 880 for it and i made 120 grand happy days that's a very good profit margin Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm paying like a fraction of that like because i'm not buying it outright i'm basically saying give me let me exchange on a property and give me a delayed completion for like six months and that's in that it's in that six month window that I'm getting the planning permission. So all I have to do is put down a deposit. Um, the deposit that I agreed for this one, let's just say, is about thirty grand. Um, and then obviously I have to pay solicitors and architects and stuff like that. But that only comes into a, like another twenty grand. So all in, I'm I'm putting about fifty grand into the deal, and I'm making between hundred to one hundred fifty k, just because. Of co- like you know contract leverage basically mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I basically profit from a property that I never own. I just control, um, and that's what I'm. That's one of the concepts that I'm most I'm most fond of in business: leverage. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could be leverage with people and labor. It could be leverage with money, other people's money. It could be leverage with media. So creating a course like a digital course and selling mm-hmm. it. It could be all sorts of leverage, basically. But that's kind of what I do um, mainly. Um, the only reason i'm getting more back into like development is because you like it i like it um people want to see it and um funnily enough like a lot of my old investors um they are they, they invest in like these sort of deals but they also want the simple deals that's like okay we're only earning 20 percent, but it's safe do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. what i do is very risky like it's high risk property strategy but Every business I enter, I'm I'm always the guy to come up with the high risk strategy. Like mm-hmm. um, I mentioned, my crypto hedge fund to you, um, mm-hmm. and what I do is super super high risk, but mm-hmm. you know it, it rewards accordingly. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's 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 me in a nutshell.
0: Mm. That's Kida, the, the property guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that so that's currently kind of what you do now.
1: That's what I do now. Yeah. Um, um, as I said, like the hedge fund takes up most of my time these days because property is not a time-consuming business yeah um i've only made a time-consuming because i enjoy it but now that i've got something else in play yeah um that's where i'm spending a lot of my time so on a day-to-day um Mm -hmm. doing a lot of the hedge fund stuff
0: tell me about because you said that you met a business partner or something and then um that 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 kind of i don't think you said screwed you over You said that you met a business
1: partner at one point
0: who got into a lot of your deals I don't know if you said
1: that. Um, When you was
0: talking about your GDV at, at the beginning, then you said, "Oh, I've also got a business." Partner. Oh no,
1: that, that 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 was with that was with, uh, the, the first guy. Ah, uh, so by uh, myself, like let's say my own deal, was, I've probably done like seven million GDV.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you was talking about how developers were greedy as well. Uh,
1: it's, yes, yes. Let me let me be honest. Like, there's a lot of greed in the property industry. Like, because remember, the whole name of the game is to buy stuff for as low as you can get, it. and when you're talking about stuff, you're not talking about like, you know, a product, you're not talking to a manufacturer, you're talking to someone who, like it's someone's home, do you know what I mean? Like it's someone's asset that, or whatever. And the aim of the property game is to get that for as low as possible. So I've seen some very unethical stuff in the property industry. Um, But I think that's the reason why I appreciate my model so much, because it's not about, especially like, you know, like the the contracts and all of that stuff and uh, planning, getting the planning permission and all that stuff. Um, that strategy is not about getting it for as low as possible. A lot of the times I'm paying more than the property's worth or I'm paying more than anyone else would pay. But that's because I'm not buying it outright. So I don't have to pay like interest. Um, I don't have to pay stamp due. I don't have to pay all these things. So I can afford to give the property owner more as well as that I'm adding value through planning permission. So a lot of the times, like if they're open to give me more time, like I give them like a cut of the profits. So... Yeah, like, uh, property developers as a whole, like, you know, I have, like, most of the people that I deal with are very straight, but there are some characters that I've seen in the industry who, yeah, man, very greedy, like, it's all about getting everything down to, like, and it, it, even in terms of, like, the the other side where it's, like, you're, you're doing up a property. I've seen people sell, like, you know, 450 square foot two-bed flats, which, if you know your measurements, you'll know that's flipping tiny. That's like, a that's like, um, what did I say? Two beds. Yeah, like 450 square foot, two beds. Yes, like, two beds. That's like the the size of like a, a big studio. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like a studio, or yeah. Box rooms with no windows or basement. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, all to squeeze out an extra 20 grand, 30 grand. Wow. Um, do you know what I mean? Which is like, I've, when I got into the industry, I always knew, and even the the guy, the first guy that I worked for, he was the complete opposite of that. Like he was like, Honestly, he's one of the best minds that I've ever come across in property, and even the way mm-hmm. he does things completely above board, like, the end product, like, again, off record, I'll show you some of the stuff that we've done together and some of the stuff that mm-hmm. I've done on my own. Um, the end product is always, like, A1, like, it always flies off the shelf because thought is put into it. It's not just, like, our oh, what's the cheapest bathroom? But, okay, cool, like, you think of the end user, like, this is someone's home, you know, what are um... Do you know what I mean? Like, you're thinking 10 years ahead, so yeah. you know, what's the best handles to put on the um, I mean, you
0: know Wow, I mean, wow, wow. What's the best So, head? Like, mm-hmm. so what's, how's the relationship now with him then?
1: It's good. Um, hmm. We talk. Um, we are actually even meant to be doing some stuff together. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a while, though. Like, it took a while yeah. to kind of get back to yeah. that. But, I mean, like, we've we've, we've even had lunch and that. Like, so, yeah. You know what I mean, um, what's so funny, like, we used to actually... Though I'm very short, yeah, like I'm, I like I, I, I used to play basketball in it. So, mm-hmm. um, we used to, he used to have this circle of friends that were like poker players, and every Monday we used to leave work at like, the whole we used to leave the home office at like uh, one p.m., two p.m. Uh, we used to just go and play basketball with these poker players on a Monday. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. even after the fact um, of what happened, like I've still gone and played with them, and we've had lunch. And do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. with, 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 uh, the last deal that I done. Um, I sent him the term sheets and he was even meant to put some money in so um, it's it, we're, we're, I think it will take a while to kind of get back to yeah, what yeah. It was but at the end of the day like I value his relationship and I value any like you know like one thing that people can't like you can't afford to sever is good relationships yes you know? it's key it's more important than because life is about
0: relationships yeah
1: exactly yeah. it's more important than money it's more important than business itself because at the end of the day Behind every business is a person. Behind yes. every deal is just two people exchanging words and agreeing, mm-hmm. you know, to do something for mm-hmm. a mutual benefit, a mutually beneficial end, end goal. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm working on now, like, remember, I'm not sure if I mentioned it last night, but how I even got into or diversified into crypto is because I had a mate that wanted to invest in property. And he made all his money from crypto and, Mm. you know, he kind of put me on certain things and it's like, okay, cool. Like I can spot this creative angle on it. Like I don't buy coin and hold stuff like other people, but what I do is quite different. But it's through a person who brought that to the table. Do you know what I'm saying? So I don't know what may come of our relationship. It may not, it it may, I I doubt it's just, oh, like we were meant to work together for a few years. Do you know what I'm saying? It's only in maintaining that relationship and watering it. Because relationships are like, they're like plants do you know you I mean? mm-hmm, have, mm-hmm. have to grow them you have to look after them do you know what i'm saying and sometimes like you know things happen like like we're human beings so disagreements yeah, yeah. are had and you know things don't always go to plan but you know it's in good communication and transparency and just valuing one another do you know what i mean yeah. that that you know you know keep things flowing yeah that's crazy man how old are you again I'm 23.
0: 23. Bro, yeah. do you know this is the longest podcast, bro? That, I, talk, years I old. talk too much. That's why, man. Sorry. Nah, not even talk too much, bro. You have a lot, fam. You have a lot. You have a lot, <laughs> fam, that you've gone through. You've been through a lot, bro. You started at 14, bro. It's almost been a decade, you know? Almost, A decade bro. in a decade. De- what, when are you 24?
1: Uh, December. <clears throat>
0: That's serious. Man, it's a decade in the game. I right, say no more. Because I, obviously, I want to talk about the crypto stuff. But I think I'm going to just have to do another one, man. But the crypto <laughs> stuff. I can't even lie to you. Just stick with the property. Because now you said of that. Course. Cool. Well, let me know then. I'll come down and I'll take some videos and whatnot. And show me about. Because yeah, yeah, people yeah. might be interested in, 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 in this. But it works for both. Let people of see course. more about what you do. Because you don't really, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I'll get something on, on YouTube. Yeah, so of course, you know about that man, Bro, like, I don't know. What, what's, your, what's your plans for the rest of the day?
1: uh i i'm you know like i'm i'm um i've got a backlog like as as we were talking yeah um because i didn't what i'm not very good at is like yeah like my i think my pa hates me sometimes because Mm. i'm not very good at like um like i knew i had this but i didn't clear my schedule so well not that i didn't clear my schedule i did yeah there are people who are depending on me for certain information that i can let know i'll be off the off the radar for like two hours two hours um, I, as, as we were talking I was literally mm-hmm. seeing the notifications coming yeah, in so yeah. I've got to clear that backlog yeah, and then, yeah. um, get um with receiving time at the bank and then um, I've got a lot of property stuff to do actually today yeah, but then yeah. I, I normally leave my the, the, the crypto hedge fund stuff to like late afternoons and evenings
0: mm-hmm. yeah. so Okay, fam. I'm, I'm. I first want to appreciate you for my, for your time because like, no like, I. No problem, bro. I appreciate you for
1: having me on. Is is
0: good and flipping. Yeah, man. I'm gonna leave you the rest of your day, fam. And we're gonna get that sorted, fam. For come through, I'll come down London, fam. You for sure me, let's let's yeah. do more content, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I right, love fam again. Appreciate your time, fam. And leave you the rest of your day. No problem. Thank I'm gonna I'm gonna call you for a sec, fam. No Just problem. No sex. problem. All right, cool, go cool. go. Cool, cool.